The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with The Rudy Giuliani Show. And I am today also in um, Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, sitting right over the ballpark of the Manchester Fisher Cats, whose game I went to last night. And they lost to the Hartford well, the Hartford team that belongs to the Denver Rockies, <laughs> let's put it that way. I have to comment on the Yankee-Red Sox game last night, which I watched the end of after I came back from the minor league game, and I have to say that I am somewhat excited about Judge uh, at, you know, on target for the record. And there'll be quite a debate if he does reach, uh, let's say, 60 two home runs, and therefore goes uh, one above Maris, does that give him the record, or do you have to hit McGuire's number? And I've gotten a much more, much more split opinion on that than I thought I would. I thought I'd pretty much get, no, no, the real record is Maris, because it was the record acquired naturally without uh, enhancements, and when you think about it, those enhancements really had to make a difference. A hundred plus years of baseball, take out those uh, guys that were pumped up, and only two men have hit 60 home runs, and uh, you know a half dozen uh, men hit you know into the high 50s. So 70 plus sounds kind of really somebody must have been taking something. But in any event, it'll be very interesting. That's what we. I mean, baseball loves, and I guess everything nowadays loves controversy. So it'll be, quite, it'll be quite a thing to see. I have to start with the single most important thing that you may not have paid attention to, and certainly like most important things that happen nowadays, the main media isn't going to pay as much attention to this as they should. But the situation is getting to be uh, pretty obvious now. So the uh, feckless director of the FBI, and that's the nicest thing I can say about him, was over in London uh, with his, one of his compatriots there, and they came to the brilliant conclusion that China is a, is a top threat to the United States. I, I wonder if we're actually paying this guy for coming to conclusions like that. But, but Chris, that was really, really very bright. It's one of the, China is one of the biggest threats to the U.S. Might have told that, told that to, um, to Biden, you know, before he gave up the Bagram uh, Air Base 400 miles from China. Or you might have uh, told him that before he canceled the Chinese initiative started by, by, uh, by Trump. Uh, let's listen to, actually, let's listen to Chris Ray uh, talk, talk, talk about this. We consistently see that it's the Chinese government that poses the biggest long-term threat to our economic and national security. And by our, I mean both of our nations, along with our allies in Europe and elsewhere. The Chinese government is set on stealing your technology, whatever it is that makes your industry tick, and using it to undercut your business and dominate your market. And they're set on using every tool at their disposal to do it. Well, absolutely right. Uh, been true for 20 years, uh, Bob uh, 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 Gray. I mean, I have I have uh, no regard for for, for Gray, no respect. Uh, don't think he's a, I think he's a, a terrible FBI director. 
I think he's hidden information, covered up information. He hid the hard drive for a year and a half. Uh, but, I mean, where the hell were you during uh, COVID about all this, huh? Where were you about COVID? Then was the time to speak up about it, particularly when Trump was being uh, bashed for being xenophobic, for cutting off China. Save maybe 500,000 lives that way. Where, where were you when the president made decisions favoring China? I'm talking about Biden that almost seems like he's bought by China. What country gives away an Air Force base and a very, very modernized new one that's only 400 miles from its potential enemy for nothing and leaves $80 billion worth of equipment there? Who does that? Either a president that's lost his mind or a president that's been bought Either could be the case here because he stumbles around like a guy who's lost his mind and he's gotten $31 million. I am not making that up. That's in the hard drive concealed by Christopher Ray, so you didn't find out about it until after the election. What the hell he's doing running the law, this law enforcement agency with China being such a great threat is really remarkable. Deep state? How about crooked state? And his, F, his FBI, not the men and women, mostly of the FBI, but the ones under his direction, the ones who, you know, show up at 4 o'clock in the morning with a white-collar crime or put, uh, or put shackles on Peter Navarro, they're a disgrace, and you're a disgrace. And, and if I had that press conference, you don't think I'd point out the strange con- uh, contradiction between the fact that China is the biggest threat to this country and the person nicest to China in the United States, giving them all kinds of benefits, doing away with the Chinese initiative. The Chinese initiative used to focus on Chinese, particularly professors, who came here and stole secrets. Many, many, I shouldn't say many of whom, some of whom were prosecuted successfully by the Justice Department, even going back to Obama and Bush. The guy China bought, the family China bought, canceled the Chinese initiative with very little mention from the press because they they played the woke game. The get real racist nervous by calling them racist. Oh, that's very, very unfair to the Chinese to have a Chinese initiative. Yeah, like it was unfair to the Italians to have a mafia initiative, jackasses. I mean, you fall for that... Go back to the Godfather, too, for that one. Your brain must be getting soft. When we're, we're capable of saying bad things about certain portions of the Chinese people or the Italian people or the any people without saying it about all. Yes, people who are racist have a hard time with that, but those of us who are fair people do not. You want to talk about China, talk about the CCP. That's China. That's the China I'm talking about. The 100 million members of the CCP who most of them live like mafia anywhere from members to bosses. They're not part of the everybody gets the same amount of money or no money China. They're part of the wealthy China because communism is, among other things, a big lie. 
uh, completely amoral, immoral, dishonest, crooked, and fatal organization. This is what the guy should be telling us. Where's the investigation of COVID, Christopher Ray? How many Americans were killed by Chinese people deliberately being sent here to spread the disease when China closed down China? And what the hell is the U.S. under Joseph, whatever his name is, Biden doing about it? How have we become so naive, so stupid, so brainwashed that we let them get away with this? Ah, oh, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Also, in New York City, the case of Jose Alba is a shocker. It's one that is shocking everyone. I, 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 I predicted this the day the guy wrote the letter, which is the day I said he should have been fired. Jose Alba either, uh, I think either owned uh, or, or did own and sold, and now runs the Hamilton Heights Grocery or Bodega up on 139th Street. And uh, the other night, a dispute began with a woman who has a young child, and she wanted to buy something, and she gave him, she gave him a card. Uh, I think I think it was a um, like a welfare card. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that an EB it was an EBT draft a debit card, but it had no money on it. And then, as would be normal with any merchant, he didn't let her have what she wanted for her 10-year-old boy. Uh, she started arguing him. It's a little unclear. It may be that at that point she stabbed him in the hand. At some point, it is alleged or believed that she stabbed Mr. Alba two times in the hand. But she went back and got her boyfriend, who was uh, a, a really great citizen. Her boyfriend uh, was on parole probably due to uh, Hochul and Cuomo and the Democrats in the legislature and their let's be kind to criminals uh, uh, legislation in the pro-criminal New York. Uh, he was on probation for having attacked a cop. So he's like a really good guy. Uh, his name is Simon. And uh, uh, Simon was really incensed that uh, he, his girlfriend just couldn't have what she wanted and, and that she would, he would, she would actually have to pay for it. My God, she would actually have to pay for it. I mean, I, I don't even think she was going to pay for it. I think you were going to pay for it, if I'm right about this EBT card. But in any event, she didn't have any money on, on, on that. So, um, so he decides to come over, and you see, you see part of it on tape. And too bad we can't play it for you, but I looked at it a number of times, and I think I can describe it pretty accurately. Uh, you see, you see uh, Simon get behind the counter. You see Alba, who is a he Dominican by by background, by background, uh, and uh, he he he's obviously an older man, uh, and he is getting pushed around by by. Uh, by Simon, he's then knocked down by Simon. Uh, looks like he's hit in the stomach by Simon, and 
uh, <laughs> not to be uh, uh, found to be surprising since he's on parole for assaulting a cop. Oh, by the way, seven other prior uh, arrests as well. Uh, and then he starts really tussling with him. Simon reaches over, and it's hard to see the first time, but you realize Simon, it looks like Simon sta stabs him or nicks him at first. Then they disappear off the camera. Then they come back on the camera, and you see Simon falling back, falling down. It looked like he was the wounded one at that point. He actually was wounded, but he had gotten the best of Simon because uh, Simon was out of the picture, but Simon had been uh, uh, attacked by Alba three times in defense. Uh, he used a, a knife uh, to protect and defend himself. Okay. Uh, the police, and it's on tape. Uh, she should have been arrested for stabbing Simon. She's not arrested, by the way. She's not arrested. That Mrs. Bragg's New York. And um, Mr. Alba was charged with second-degree murder. And, uh, and our pro-criminal... Poor excuse for a district attorney, paid for by George Soros, asked for $500,000 bail on Mr. Alba because he might go back to the Dominican Republic. I mean, this guy lets out every... I, I think the last guy that was held was about five weeks ago. I mean, this guy lets everybody out. He didn't bother to arrest her. She stabbed him. Explain the rationale of that one to me. And the stabbing, I think, took place before the altercation. I mean, explain that. I mean, I know the explanation. You know the explanation. And, and what I just described to you is going on every damn day in Philadelphia and St. Louis and Chicago because of what the press and, and Soros did to us. I say the press because the press lets them get away with it. This was going on five years ago, six years ago. This, this sick man, Soros, was uh, buying up district attorneys like he bought up embassies in the past. Well, we're going to come back and talk a little about the solution of this because there has to be a solution to it. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And we were talking about Alvin Bragg and about uh, Mr. Alba and about Austin Simon, the man who uh, came in there and started beating him up. And Mr. Alba, uh, to, I guess, Simon's uh, uh, amazement, which he, wherever he is now, it must be quite a surprise to him, uh, he fought back. I mean, in a, in a city with a mayor like Adams, where 40% we have had a 40% increase in crime. We have a demoralized police department. We have him taking all kinds of positions on crime. You never know which one. This one, by the way, he thinks, Albert, uh, it was self-defense, or at least for now he does. Uh, but you don't hear from the timid a Adams anything about Bragg, do you? Not a thing about Bragg. No, nothing like... Uh, a somewhat competent mayor might do and ask that he be removed. Or a really good mayor might go to Hochul and put political pressure on her, appropriate political pressure, to remove him. 
unlike the inappropriate political pressure that he apparently put on the district attorney of Staten Island to prosecute me for filing a false report about a, uh, an assault. Problem is, uh, number one, Adams, uh, you're not just you're not just you're not just a guy who is like a lousy cop because you can't even mention an arrest that you made. You not only come up with crime strategies that are counterproductive, and you don't just lie about things like you're going to have a plain clothes unit, but then you put uniforms on them. You just lie. You don't know what happened. You weren't there. There happened to be witnesses, and I play it. You know, played it three times. I'm not going to play it again. If you just go to my, um, if you just go to my uh, uh, website, RudyGiulianiCS.com, or you go to my Twitter site or any of the others, you'll see, you'll see a um, uh, uh, an item there with the recording from uh, the woman who had the best view of it, who I didn't know, he didn't know, and tells you. Uh, without any reason and without any provocation, I was hit. I was hit hard enough so it knocked her forward. Uh, I was hit hard enough so that if she had been hit that way, she'd have been knocked down. I am not claiming I was assaulted the way Mr. Alba was or anything like that. And I'm not doing it really for any other reason but for the fact that I'm a, a proponent of the broken windows theory and the guy who does this if he does it to me, I'm a 77-year-old man that, despite the fact that I had to have stents, I'm still pretty strong and pretty pretty capable of not falling down. I don't have a problem with my balance. But if I were a 77-year-old man that was in worse condition, I could have easily hit the ground and died. That's why we make it an extra crime, which uh, the DA, by the way, even before he was pressured by um, by the mayor, uh, declined to do the police asked that they enhance it because I was over 65 uh, you see for a citizen they like they would do that but for a Republican they won't do that uh, do you realize how serious it is for a mayor to interfere and call a DA on a criminal case but you know it doesn't even matter anymore we're so darn corrupt our media we're so darn willing to accept any form of Democrat corruption, no matter what they do. I mean, half the country bought hook, line, and sinker, that big liar, before the January 6th committee. I mean, I, I, it's very frustrating because I know what she's lying about. I know exactly what she's lying about. And I, I don't know what it was. Maybe she was a good actress. Maybe she's a good-looking woman. I, I don't know. People believe, believed her. She's a big liar. I didn't ask for a pardon. <laughs> didn't. I said I didn't want one. Trump didn't push Secret Service agents out of the way. They want to testify. You think they're going to let them testify? First of all, Schiff would have to leave the room if they testify because they'd be telling the truth. And he would get extremely nervous if, they, if somebody told the truth. He's only comfortable when, people, when he's suborning perjury as he did all throughout the, uh, uh, the situation with the lies about Russian collusion when he tried to depose a lawfully elected president by framing him for a crime he didn't commit. Sounds like a crime to me, doesn't it? I don't know. It sounds pretty serious. So uh, Mr. Mr. Albert has now been uh, released from jail on a more rational bail of 50000 
the charges should be dropped. If we had a mayor, I'm, I'm even saying if we had a mayor or a governor, Bragg be removed immediately. I don't, I don't know how many more people have to get injured, how many more victims we're going to have. We have a 40% increase in crime with the combination of him and Adams. I don't know when the press is going to get over the Adams bull. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. He does not know what he's doing. Eight shot overnight, two dead in New York City. Yeah. Great job, Adams. Worse than de Blasio. We'll be back and get to your questions right after this break. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back again with uh, the Rudy Giuliani Show. A couple of quick items and then we'll go to these calls. I think we talked about this. Oh, we did talk about it, but I just wanted to mention it again because having been a mayor, and that's maybe why I'm so hard on Adams. I mean, I, I know this job can be done. I did what he's not doing in many ways, not just, uh, not just crime, but f- straightening out the budget, straightening out the economy, cleaning the streets with, uh, with Adopt a Highway, setting up the Child Protection Agency so we don't have the, the tragedies like we've been getting, ch- children, children falling off roofs. I mean, oh, my gosh, how can you live with yourself like that? But, you know, you look at this is a problem of of the Democrat Party. I know this is a broad statement, and it's going to be hard if you're a brainwashed Democrat to buy it. They should not be running cities. They are ruining American cities. The Democrats are destroying New York. They're destroying it. More people are leaving than coming. More here than any place else in the country. That's when you're destroying a, a place. The people who pay the bills are all leaving. They're, they aren't going to be here in, if we do another two or three times of these guys like Adams and de Blasio and Hocopoco and, and the two governors who had to resign in scandals. Look at this guy, Kenny, in, in Philadelphia. The idiot said he's going to be happy when he's not the mayor anymore. Why, well, so why the hell do they just leave? Go. I don't know what crook they'll pick out of Philadelphia. Oh, my God, they were so offended, you know, during the stolen election thing when I said that Philadelphia was a crooked city. Oh, I must be crazy, huh? I must be crazy that for years they've been bringing people over from Camden to vote in the elections and that everybody in Philadelphia knows it and that the real, the real contest each year is where do they cheat more? Philadelphia or Chicago. Uh, you know, I said uh, it, I, the reason I know that Philadelphia cheated 
in the 2020 election is they wouldn't miss it. I mean, they're not going to miss an election that big and not and they're not cheat. Same thing with Chicago, but Chicago didn't need to. And also now with the combination of the mayor who doesn't want to be mayor and the uh, Soros purchased prosecutor, uh, what do they have, 50 shootings last weekend. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pushing Chicago. 50 years of Democrat rule in Chicago. Uh, they had a 50 shooting uh, weekend also. Uh, and then they had uh, 16 killings. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're not as bad as that yet. We're, Adams is pushing in that direction. He's pushing. Now, he does have crime. He does have murder down a little for the year. It's up for the week or it's up for the last couple of weeks. But it was, it's down for the year by about 8%. But crime is up over 40%, including all violent crime. And crime is up on the subway over 60%. Those are big numbers, believe me. I know crime statistics. Two, three, four percent movements in one direction or the other, you're not going to even feel. I mean, a hard thing to say. I shouldn't say that. Of course, the person is going to feel it, who is the object. I'm talking now on a mega level. But these are big numbers we're talking about. This, this ex-cop who's going to be law and order comes in and we have 40 percent more than we have had under the worst mayor in the city. And they're treating him like he's really a mayor. Maybe if they treated him the way he should be treated, He'd straighten out and he'd start working and he'd stop doing things like interfering in criminal cases, which I don't know, it may be a crime. It used to be when we were a city of laws. I don't know. Losing Boris Johnson? Uh, a big disappointment to me. Boris was, was a friend of mine. I, I guess he is a friend. I had a debate with him, oh gosh, about eight years ago, which is a better city, New York or or London. It was a close debate, but then I beat the living daylights out of him on the last question. Where would you rather go to a restaurant, London or New York? Place just broke out laughing, and poor old Boris's hair went flying all around and he couldn't answer it. Yeah. And then he pointed out a couple of good restaurants in, in London. They were all Italian and French. Yeah, New York and London. Give me a break. So let's go to Sammy. Sammy and hello how? To great, hello to our great mayor. Oh, Sammy, say, thank you. I spoke, you know, I spoke to you last week about that incident broad channel about 25 years ago. But I'm really kind of appalled, and I really like the man, at uh, John Castamatidis, because he brings on this lightweight mayor this morning, and he doesn't really ask the right question. It seems like he wants some wiggle room, and I think he does a great job the way he's revived the station. But honestly, I think sometimes he caves in. I saw this a few weeks ago when Bill O'Reilly was on the 5 o'clock show, and the mayor called in, and Bill wanted to say a few things, and he kind of abruptly shot down. You mean uh, uh, say, say things like, why did you lie to us? about uh, the uh, plain clothes unit being plain clothes, and then you put uh, uniforms on, on them? Or how is it possible that crime is up 40 percent? Uh, if you were really a cop, you'd have to work at it to get it up 40 percent. I had the this morning to ask uh, Bernie any questions. 
Bernie didn't ask any questions? No, he didn't ask for Bernie any questions, the mayor. He, as a matter of fact, when he was introduced, he didn't even say hello to Bernie. And we know what that's about because, you know, Bernie knows the story. I well, I mean, here, 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 here are the things that, that are annoying about this. First of all, if a, if a Republican mayor did that, there'd be an investigation immediately. Calling, uh, calling a district attorney about a pending case, no matter who it is. But imagine doing it about a prior mayor who you have a political vendetta with. Can you imagine that? I mean, that's Nixon-like. But, you know, he's a Democrat, so they don't bother him about it. Then how could he be suggesting that the guy prosecute me when he wasn't there? He doesn't know what happened. Uh, he, has, he has on WABC a woman that I put on immediately who was there and saw it better than I did because she actually saw it, who tells the story that I was hit. The tape shows that I was hit. You could argue over how hard, but I was hit. And I was hit, I would say, not the hardest, but not as modestly as some people would like to make it. I was, I was hit bad enough so that she says if she were hit that hard, she would go down. And my concern about it was the guy sounded like a real low-life piece of crap with the stuff that he was saying. And he could do this to another older person. And nobody does anything about crime in this city. Adams had no right to interfere in that case. He's just lying. He, he wasn't, he's contradicting the woman who saw what she saw. And then the press lets him get away with it. I, if this were a, a Republican, if this were a Trump or a me or, or a Pataki or, oh, my God, it would be a great scandal interfering in a prosecution about something you never even saw with somebody you probably hate because you're damn jealous of him. That's why. And, of course, he's jealous of me. I'm not saying that to be, to be uh, a, a wise guy or anything. If I, were, if I were failing like he is and I had a guy hanging around who, who – did it better than anyone in history, I'd be, yeah, I mean, I, I reduce crime more than any mayor in history. I save more black lives than any mayor in history. He's had, I think, in his first six months, the biggest increase in crime of any mayor we've had. I mean, de Blasio waited a couple of years before he increased crime. This guy's doing it right away. Let's go to Elliot in Staten Island. Hi, Mayor. Lucky How you doing? I wasn't there with you. Lucky I wasn't there with you in the supermarket because I probably would have tackled the guy and I would have ended up like that guy Alba. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, you, yeah. The guy, the guy would have been given uh, the keys to the city, and you'd, be, yeah, I'd be having to try to get you a lawyer and keep you out of jail for ten years. But anyway, I mean, I wanted to get back to what I, I wanted to speak about, and you are an exception to the rule. But I really would like to push, and I don't even know how they could do it. Term limits everybody across the board and you have to have a prerequisite you had to build a business for at least 10 years where you made payroll pay taxes listen to all your customers your neighbors problems and go back to that situation after you're finished and you'll make laws that are going to benefit your neighbors your customers and your business i like i first of all i like the term limits i, I was in favor of term limits they came into effect when I came into office for the city. Uh, 
and I think there, I think term, uh, particularly for an executive, I like term term limits. I also like it now for the legislature because they become so rotten, and you know they become corrupt when they're there for. A ver- I've found in prosecuting them, which I've done a lot of them, it was always the more veteran people. And in the ones that I've had to deal with recently where I had to find out about their backgrounds, it seems to me that the crooked ones are mostly the veteran ones that have been hanging around for a while. And they start, think they sh- they start thinking they should have more money. So I'm with you on, on term limits. The idea of a, a, a certain kind of special background for – uh, governor, mayor, or president. I, I like the idea that they come from different backgrounds, you know? Uh, look at Ronald Reagan. Now, you could say Ronald Reagan, you, you would say this about Ronald Reagan when he ran for governor, right? That he had no experience. Turned out to be a great governor of, uh, of uh, California, and he turned out to be one of our greatest presidents. Even in terms of management, I work for him, and I can tell you, a lot of the management things that I learned and, and put into effect that I think helped me manage New York, which other mayors, except for Bloomberg, who was a very, very good manager, that other mayors that come from politics don't know came from that. Uh, I think it's hard to say. You can get guys in business, they run business terrifically, and they're terrible in, in government. They're just terrible. They just can't make the transition to government where more persuasion is needed. And... Um, Government is so complicated, and we make it so difficult. You know, uh, uh, I, I've told you, no, no big secret, I told my son not to run for governor, not because I didn't think he could win. He didn't, but, I mean, I, I, didn't, I, I thought he could, and I know how talented he is. I told him originally being selfish for, for my son, like I might tell him not to be a policeman, being selfish for my son. But when I realized how much he wanted to do it, and I realized the sincerity with which he wanted to do it, and frankly, never having thought of him completely that way, I watched him run. I said to myself, "Guy, this guy is talented. He's got what I have and more. Uh, but it's a tough, tough thing. I wouldn't want to put too many background constraints on it. You know, uh, he was hit for his lack of experience. But he, I, I know his four years with Trump was like 16 years with somebody else. And, you know... If we talked about experience, we wouldn't have had, we wouldn't have had Thomas Jefferson. You know, uh, so it's hard. Term limits, yes. The other, I'm not so sure. Larry, Larry from Brooklyn. Rudy, my friend, the best news around today is that you're in good health. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling better. I should tell you that I went to the ball game last night. Now, now it's a little different than going to Yankee Stadium. It's a eight thousand person uh, minor league ballpark, so you can get around it easily. But I, I was really happy that everybody in Manchester knows me. <laughs> they remember me from losing the primary here in New Hampshire. <laughs> no, I really do like New Hampshire. It's it's one of my favorite places, and I love this ballpark because I first stayed here at the beginning of the primary in two thousand seven. I woke up in the morning. I looked outside. There was a baseball park with snow, and I said, this is like Field of Dreams. So I stay at this hotel all the time. So what's up, Larry? I want to I ask you a question about the police in, in regard to the uh, Bodega case. But first I want to make a comment about Eric Adams. I, can, I think I can prove that he is basically in the pocket of Alvin Bragg. Because first of all, he displayed that he has the guts to interfere with a criminal case in your case. Now, 
he did, the comment he made about the uh, Bodega case was, well, it looks like the guy is doing his job. What kind of tepid comment? That's the best he could do? The guy is just doing his job? There was, there was an incident. Say something about the self-defense. He wouldn't even go that far. That shows that he, has to, he won't even make a statement about, as, as an observer, as an impartial observer. That shows he's in the pocket of Alvin Bragg. And there is a whole cabal there. I don't know if you remember, but a couple of months ago, Al Sharpton came out on the news. He came out of, like, behind a rock somewhere. And he said, <laughs> we, haven't heard from, we haven't heard from him in years. And he says, talking about the, uh, the looting in, in, the, uh, in, you know, in, in the stores, and he said, He's talked about the toothpaste in Harlem. He says, he goes, damn, I, the, I couldn't, we're, we're, talking about, we're talking about toothpaste. He wanted, if any, anybody with half a brain could see, he was telling them, lay off the toothpaste. I got to be able to brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I know I shouldn't laugh, Larry, because it's serious. But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely 100% correct. I mean, uh, the, the, minute, the minute I realized it was going down, is when Bragg uh, put that letter out and Adams did not immediately put the pressure on Hochul uh, to get rid of him because he had the pressure then. He had much higher rating than her. She's running for election. He could have gone to her and said, look, uh, uh, my dear, I'm not supporting you unless you get rid of this guy. I, I can't have this guy around if I want to reduce crime. I mean, it's, it's just counterproductive. Well, we will be back with the mayor's uh, final words uh, for the week, and we'll talk a little about the weekend. And um, one other thought that I have that I want you to think about over the weekend. We'll be back in a minute. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show and with the mayor's final thoughts. Brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's what you hit to donate your $11 a month. That $11 a month will be used to take care of truly the, the, the most important heroes in our society, the ones who put their lives at risk by the work they do, meaning our police officers and our military. If they get hurt catastrophically, you know, very, very seriously, and need special provisions in their homes, Tunnel to Towers is there. If someone is lost in the line of duty, Tunnel to Towers is there taking care of the mortgage and anything else they can do. And now they are going to work on homeless uh, veterans, which we know is such a sad, sad problem. And maybe it can give us uh, uh, some, a, leg, a leg up in some of these places that don't seem to know what to do about homelessness, which I find astounding because uh, that's a... <laughs> That's a problem we reduced like about 70, 80 percent. I was accused of sending the homeless people to New Jersey. It's so absurd. The only people I actually sent to New Jersey, and I took credit for that. This is really true. Do you remember, you remember the Sopranos? And it used to begin with uh, Tony Soprano going through the uh, Lincoln Tunnel, and then it said, to New Jersey. Well, when that first came out, I, I, I was the mayor. And I said, um, only reason he's going to New Jersey is because of me. That's the only, only group I threw out. I threw that group out and sent it to New Jersey. The rest, not true. I'm just, sometimes I like to tell jokes. I don't know if they're funny or not, but I like to tell. Boy, did I have a great time at the ball game last night. I recommend baseball for relaxation. 
And then I came home for the last two innings of the Yankee game. Wow. When the Yankees and the Red Sox play, I don't know. There's something. I mean, the Yankees are 14 and a half games ahead of them. We should have beaten them by, you know, 50 to nothing. We go ahead for nothing, and, and, and by the end of the game, they're right there. And I mean, it happens the other way around, too. I mean, we've had years when we were not that good, and they were the world champions, and we got together, and wow, the games were terrific. So there's one tonight in case you want to get away from some of this stuff that we all concentrate on. I, I would like to leave you with my final thought, which is not a good one, but one that should be thought of over the weekend. Uh, probably not even the best thought for me to have while I'm recuperating this weekend. But doesn't Biden have to be removed from office? Uh, don't we have to make that amendment mean something? How, how, for how long can we pretend that he is mentally competent? I don't know at the end of Greg Kelly's show if you heard his response and his attempt to say something about Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. He obviously doesn't know the name of the present prime minister, and which is, you know, if one or two of these things were true, it'd be okay. It's just everything. He doesn't know anything. And I'm going to tell you something, and I know you're going to get mad at me, or some of you are. I know the man since 1981. He is really, truly one of the dumbest people I ever met. He, uh, he really is. I didn't know he was one of the most crooked. I found that out investigating him. And I've got even more, more proof of that than, he's, that than that he's dumb. In fact, people would say, Giuliani, not so dumb. Made a lot more money than you did. Yeah, but, you know, I didn't take bribes from China or uh, Ukraine or anybody else for that matter. Nor did I take a son who was a delicate uh, young man, I'm certain, because he had an addictive personality and put him in a line of work that was designed to make him a degenerate drug addict for the rest of his life. That could be the reason I disrespect him the most as a father. Uh, I, I know mafia guys that wouldn't do that. I know him, not personally, but from listening to four or 5,000 hours of them talking on tape. I was able to find out the ones that actually were human beings and the ones that were animals. Uh, they were all killers, but there were, there were some that were human being killers and some that were animal killers. Uh, like Gotti liked to kill. Other people, uh, Fat Tony didn't. Fat Tony had euphemisms for it. And there were some that wanted the kids to be like them, and there were some that wanted the kids out of the business for good. You should listen to uh, Michael Francisi on that in the interview. I did with Joe Paggs, oh gosh, a couple months ago about how he had to go through his whole reanalysis with his father to get out of the mafia tradition. But uh, this whole thing is not about Hunter Biden. It's about Joe Biden. But uh, uh, a man in his mental condition should not have a little red button next to him that can destroy the world or be able to say things that could create... Uh, impossible or difficult situations to deal with. Uh, we may have kidded around about other presidents. You know, people said that Reagan was dopey. One of the dumbest things in the world, if you've ever read the man's writings, probably one of the brighter presidents. Well, at any event, have a good weekend. And, and join Dr. Ryan and I. We'll be in uh, New Hampshire. We'll have a great show on Sunday on Covering the Truth. So much to cover and so much to, opinion to get from you. God bless America.
Remember, greatest country on earth.